Talking your mic full volume? Yeah, full volume talking. One, two, check, check, check. The Manhattan Project was a research and development undertaking during World War II that produced the first check, nuclear check, one, weapons. Check, check, one, two. Hello, hello. Yep, my mic is a little hotter, so I don't need to be as loud. United States. Check, check, one, two. Check, check, one, two. Hello? United Give me a check. Kingdom, Canada, 1942. I think we're good. Okay. Um, let's do settings. Let me see if I can roll this video. None found. Okay, well, that was a good idea. We'll just uh, do it next time. <laughs> Swinging a miss. Okay. Okay, the only thing I'm going to change, if we look at this. Okay, your mic. I want it to be... I want. I don't, it's right over... Kennedy's okay. head. Get out of the way, Mike. That's better. So that's okay. where your mic's going to go. And then you can see Kennedy. Yeah. All right. So I think it's all good. Pretty greasy for playing ball with my kids. Needs some little blue. <laughs> Need Nick hair to powder. Blue wipes. Yeah. <laughs> he told me that he goes, oh, your face looks way better. <laughs> And I really, I don't know if he was just saying that to make me feel no, good. he means but it. He's, he's, he was so genuine in that serious. moment that I was like, hey, thanks, man. I mean, all he all he does, especially once the camera's rolling, is all yeah. he's doing is, just thinking about how that. can I make this look better? Yeah. And he really is. And so, yeah. and sometimes it's like stuff that you, you would never say to a person, but you'd walk up. And if I was like, if you were to walk up to somebody and just go like, hey, how can I make the, you look better? You go, yeah. Stop. You're really greasy over there. <laughs> your right, hair yeah. is, is, you need to fix the back of your hair. Yeah. Like all the things you would sure. never say. Right. But then I feel like if you're doing a movie or a commercial, you're like, yeah, you would do all this before yeah. you, right. you know. I was I was reading about a, um, I was a woman, she was in a movie with Elvis, one of his first movies a long time ago. And it was really interesting because she ended up becoming a nun. Mm -hmm. So she's like a big Hollywood star, and then she had this religious conversion, and she um, she's I can't remember her name, but she's famous for for that that she was a famous Hollywood star, but she was also close with Elvis, and she and he was he was a perfect gentleman to her. He, she said she would talk about him, but she was talking about doing the she had to do his first on on screen kiss. That was what was kind yeah. of famous about it, and uh, Dolores Hart. Yeah, and it was incredibly awkward because. Um, they started to do the kiss, and then the director's like, cut! And she's thinking like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, you're blushing, your ears are red, and then get oh, makeup over wow. here. I mean, how awkward would that be that yeah. you're trying to, and they're like, powder you up with makeup yeah. so that you can not look like you're blushing. Right. And then uh, it was funny because then they did the scene again. It's like, cut! And she thought it was her. And it was like, Elvis, you're blushing, get the makeup. And so wow. they had to yeah. you know, come in. But I just thought it was interesting. Like that, so that's what I mean by that. There's sure. things that like, you would never normally stop somebody and right. go like, stop, stop kissing. Cut, your, stop. Yeah, this, is not, this doesn't yeah. look right. You have something <laughs> in your teeth. Yeah. You got a booger hanging. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> ah, next time you're spending time with your wife, just, yeah. Stop. Yeah, no. just, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. There's something on your shoulder. Your Sorry, eyebrows dandruff. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They love that. Yeah, there's some, dog, there's some yeah. dog hair on your shirt. Sorry. 
ruining it for me. All right. So welcome to the Conspiracy Dad podcast. I never know which camera to look at. Look at you. Look at the camera. Either way, welcome. Uh, my name is Dante. This is Mr. Dave. Uh, we don't like to give our last names uh, just because. Why? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. You don't need them. Well, I'm a little and, bit uh, paranoid in and general. And we don't want them to know our last names. <laughs> Not that you yeah. couldn't easily look up who we are and where we're from, but uh, I just, I'm Dante, you know, yeah. so. That's all you need to know. And you're Dave. Yeah, that's right. Um, before we get into it, a uh, wonderful uh, piece of history behind you there. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about this? Quite a find. This uh, historical document that you uncovered. My wife's grandmother has lived in the Bay Area for over 50 years. I can't remember when they moved there exactly, but real close to Berkeley. Mm -hmm. um, and we took a trip there last month, and my wife came up from the basement and showed me this newspaper clipping that she found. And it's, let's see... It's from Thursday, 68. June 6th, 1968, which after. is the day after yeah. this RFK shooting. And um, I mean, this is like a legitimate newspaper article about RFK. The cool thing is, one of the subheadlines is the woman sought in RFK death probe. And that is an article on the APB they've got out for the woman in a polka dot dress. I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't say, hey, we're looking for that woman in the polka dot dress that everybody's talking about. But it's it reads just like an article should. After doing the podcast and also after writing the song, knowing just to look at that and you see the headlines is very surreal. It's yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, like that. I can't. I can't imagine what what it must have been like, but even I was telling you, I was writing the Jack Parsons song up here in the studio, and mm -hmm. I looked over at that, and it was it really, I don't know, it has nothing to do with Jack Parsons, but it was like this, like, I want to fill this room up with that kind of stuff, so that it, like, it sets the tone, and, and it's really cool that it's actually history, it's not a print, it's like right. it's actually yeah. the original copy from 68, and it'd be cool to get some other stuff like that, that... I don't know. It's just it's it's just kind of sets. It's just weird to see those phrases. Kennedy mourned yeah. by nation. Like it's and you see his face. It does a couple things for me. One, uh, like move back so the for the fine folks yeah, can okay. see if it. If you're you know? if you're watching, yeah. so you can see it. There it is. Um, it's just the timing of it's pretty good because I wasn't that informed about the RFK assassination prior to us talking about it. You're welcome. But of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks to the podcast, I spent a lot of time like researching RFK, the assassination, but also just his kind of campaign mm -hmm. and political life. Um, so it was just it was cool to like be able to appreciate the history of. It's almost like you article. develop a relationship, yeah. with this story, but also the person, right? Yeah. Like I really, I do feel that. So like, I do feel a weird connection to Betty Hill. I know she's dead. I know that I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I never met her, but I feel like I, I mean, I, I did research so much about her and her life that I feel like, I don't know. I, I care about her even, yeah, you know what I, I get mean? That. I feel, I, I care about Robert Kennedy too, in the mm -hmm. same way that I, I, I don't, I never met the guy, but uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I've, I've invested a lot into his mm -hmm. story and his life and it's become a part of me now. I think that. That's a valuable piece of what we're doing is gaining some empathy for some of these people. It's easy to 
poke fun at politicians and it's easy to make cracks about people that say they were abducted about aliens or abducted by aliens. But yeah, if you spend some time reading about them and, you know, kind of putting yourself in their shoes, you do develop a sense of empathy Or even in the case of Betty and Barney Hill, you know, meeting some of their family members and Mm -hmm. having connections with them. And then it's, oh, you just, then you realize these are real people and they have real lives. And then, um, and they're also just like you and me, Mm -hmm. except, you know, we haven't been abducted yet, but (laughs) it's coming. Yeah. I've lost time before. You have? Well, I mean, just partying. Like at a gig? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when you lost time. Yeah, Was that on New Year's gigs. Eve back in 2010? <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> I was talking to somebody else about that. Start, so. That's what you got to tell people. If you if you go too hard in the paint, you just tell them you got abducted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I had a buddy that was telling me, it's not an abduction story, but when we were talking about UFOs and I asked him and he said that he did have a missing time experience where uh, before he wasn't, he didn't drink, he didn't do drugs, nothing. He was traveling somewhere and he thought he should have been there by a certain time. And then he got there and it was like hours had passed that he couldn't account for. Mm-hmm. And it was at night, you know, by himself. And then his buddy was there and uh, he said a similar thing. And he was like, oh, I've, I've, I've had missing time experience too. And I, I said, well, what happened? And he's like, well, it's just every time I party, I miss time. <laughs> okay, well, that's different, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyway, today we're talking about nuclear weapons. Do you want to play the clip? Sure, yeah. We got a clip from Jane, an intro. She's not here with us, but uh, we don't let kids come in here. No, not into the bunker. Kid-free zone. Conspiracy dads persons. Nukes aren't real. <laughs> what are nukes? <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone could have delivered a better intro for this podcast than, yeah, than she did. She did a great job. Yeah. Conspiracy dads presents nukes aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Oh, that's like, uh, like uh, I used to. There's somebody I listened to who would talk about the moon landing being fake, and he would always just say, like, I just feel sorry for you if you think you landed on the moon. <laughs> like, I really feel sorry for you. It's like, if you think nukes are real, I kind of feel sorry yeah. for you. Like, you're that's that's cute, you know? Right. <laughs> but this is one that we decided to do one uh, that I don't, that I, I'm not really invested in. I don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. It was one of my, you know, peripheral like i had heard of it and i've looked into it a few times but it is a, it's a conspiracy theory that uh some people subscribe to that nuclear weapons are in fact not real mm-hmm. that it is a hoax that was created to put fear in the minds of everyone to do what they tell you to do mm-hmm. and um it you, the interesting thing about it and and I, w- later in the podcast, maybe I'll talk more about like what I'm where I'm going with this. But is that you kind of start with it going? That's ridiculous. Like yeah. nuclear weapons aren't real. Like that's just silly, you know. And then you look into some of the criticisms of it, and you kind of go like, well, okay, that's <laughs> that's strange, you yeah. know, that we all yeah. um, just believe what the TV tells us, and we don't, 
you know, even even there's like things that are pretty obviously like we don't we don't offer much criticism or you know critical thinking. It's just kind mm-hmm. of you know, oh okay, yeah, that's just uh, nuclear weapons, and then you go. Yeah, but the camera doesn't shake at all. Yeah. And then you go, well, how would you pull that off? <laughs> yeah. Most of the, you know, when you see like a old news clip of some kind of crazy thing that happened live, there's always the cameraman gets pushed over. There's static, you know, and you hear chaos. I'm a cameraman. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, well, yeah, you're right. Keeping that yeah. camera steady is not an easy well, thing to do. I mean, many weeks we come into this room to get the podcast going and it's just hard to get them powered up and going and i mean yeah to have flawless video footage of all of these explosions and none of the cameras even shake yeah that's pretty good i mean we have now in editing software for post-production image stabilization yeah, yeah. so cameras back in the day they didn't have any mm-hmm. internal uh, image stabilization mm-hmm. now certain cameras have camera stabilization and then you can even have post-production that's really good so i can have a shot where i'm moving like this and i can put it and it'll crop in and make that a smooth Hmm. pan where you won't even notice Hmm. that it was you know wobbly um not so much back in 1950 no we didn't have uh one of the shots in the video you sent me is i mean it's like they would have had to mount the camera to the top of a flagpole mm-hmm. and it's looking down on like a farmhouse to capture some of the destruction. Because we all know how sturdy flagpoles are. <laughs> well, that's exactly that was just like you said, you sent me a text about what are we going to talk about? And you sent me three topics, all of which seem com- like equally asinine. <laughs> Do you remember they were? It was nukes aren't real. <laughs> Joan Rivers was killed by the Obamas. Yeah, and I then, forget the last one now. Um, I can look at it if you like, but... It was another good one. But yeah, keep going. I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah, so I, I, I thought it was laughable. Both, I mean, equally laughable. You laughed, to, at, you laughed out loud when you read yeah, it. Yeah, I LOL'd all over myself. <laughs> and then I uh, watched this video link you sent me, and it starts out with like, Oh, yeah. Well, we all, you know, have our doubts about nuclear weapons. And I thought, oh, brother. And then not long into the video, the voice is showing this footage and the voiceover says, uh, well, you know, it's awfully strange that this explosion happens and completely annihilates this farmhouse. But the camera, which is up above the house, doesn't seem to be moving at all. And you're right, like flagpoles... You watch them and you can see them sway yeah. one to two feet In just the if there's a strong gust of wind. I mean, if we have an explosion equal to hundreds of tons of dynamite <laughs> go off that takes out a whole house. my I mean, I could just do like... Um... You could tap. Yeah, so you could tap yeah. the tripod in here. If you're and watching go, the video. You know, yeah, you the, yeah you that's going to shake enough movement. that you yeah. notice it on the on the camera. Um, yeah, dropping an A bomb, or like uh, and, when the uh, earthquake happened, like back in the late '80s, early '90s, the one that took out the Highway 80 bridge in San Francisco. There's footage yeah. of like newscasters, yeah. and you can see them visibly disturbed because you know the the set is shaking, right? Yeah, or it's like every you yeah. know, cheesy Star Trek scene where when the ship oh, is, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's just a, yeah. you shake the camera a little bit, and everybody, but you, you know, you feel like you're shaking. But so yeah, cameras shake. Cameras <laughs> don't know if you've ever used a camera not before. S- stable. They don't. They don't. And uh, and keeping a camera stable. That that that's the first thing when you get into it. The first thing you'll come across is you go like, oh, okay, 
yeah, a lot of this footage looks suspicious. Surprisingly good. Now, yeah. well, it looks it looks good, but that makes it suspicious. If you think about it critically, you think, okay, I don't know how they pulled that off. And I don't know if you have any videos in front of you that you like specifically want to reference, but you could look up quite a few like 1950s uh, military released uh, films about nuclear weapons, the dangers of it. Every city in America had nuclear fallout shelters. I know here in Tulsa, I know at one of the churches that we uh, used to go to um, says, well, even my son, go, he, the, the school he goes to, it's, it's uh, old high school and it still says on the side, uh, nuclear uh, oh, really? fallout shelter okay. in the basement. Yeah. So I told him that's why we sent you there in case the Russians bomb us. <laughs> then you run to the basement as fast as you can. Put your hands over your neck too. <laughs> and you have to survive because none of us are. So you have to live on for the it's rest on of you. the species. You're yeah. the only one going to the school. <laughs> <laughs> You're the chosen one. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure, but you know, kids today. Is he the oldest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Falls on him. Yeah. Whether he likes it I or not. I tell my oldest that all the time. Just yesterday, I was trying to get him to pick up dog poop. He refused, and he said, "Why doesn't Jane have to?" And I'm like, she, "You're the oldest. This is your." And job. she's a girl. Yeah. There's just something about if there's don't, a boy and a girl, and somebody has to pick up dog poop, it's the boy the needs boy. to pick it up. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope you're listening, Ben. So, so uh, let's go a little bit into the history of nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Before we discredit them all together. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Completely. Before we dismantle the yes. entire narrative. No, the 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 Manhattan Project mm-hmm. was, and I'm not an expert. Neither of us are experts. We're just dads talking about this stuff. Don't don't listen to anything that we say and take it that seriously. Yeah, We're like, just guys <laughs> talking about weird stuff. <laughs> don't cite us in a book report or yeah. You yeah. could if you wanted, but you're gonna get an F. It's not yeah. it's not gonna be a good grade. You'd so. do better to use Chat GPT for your book report. Totally. Yeah. Um, Manhattan Project? Yeah, so I don't know a lot about it, except that I know that it was a massive uh, military effort to develop nuclear weapons Mm -hmm. involving Einstein and Oppenheimer and all the names that you know related to that research. Yeah. What what do you got? What do you got in the Wikipedia? That was a pretty good start uh, (laughs) during World War II. It's a project that the United States undertook. And you're right, uh, uh, Oppenheimer was, let's see, the physicist, the director, um, and then they brought in Einstein. Project led to the development of two types of atomic bombs, both developed concurrently during the war, a relatively simple gun-type fission weapon and a more complex implosion-type nuclear weapon. Um, Yeah, they're working with uh, some of the explanation we listened to. uh, They worked with uh, uranium in an effort to produce plutonium. Uh, Let's see. After the feasibility of the world's first artificial Sorry, nuclear allergies. reactor, <laughs> you always get choked up listening. I get, so, I get emotional <laughs> listening to Oppenheimer. It always comes. It always gets to me. Gets me every time. Uh, the Chicago Pile One was demonstrated in 1942 at the Metallurgical Laboratory in the University of Chicago. The project, the project designed the X10 graphite reactor. I've heard about that, and it's surprising that they didn't blow up Chicago. That's that, one of the things about it that, yes. in hindsight, they're like, we should have done this in the desert. Like, we shouldn't have done this in the middle of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, well, and doing it in the desert, even one of the points that, that, I mean, there wasn't a point that was made during the video that was like, 
disproving nuclear weapons, but it crossed my mind. Why are we blowing up? We, at the time they tested this nuclear weapon in New Mexico, no idea what was going to happen. It could have easily just as it could have just as easily not worked at all, just nothing, mm-hmm. as it could have just destroyed life as we know it. That's then, that's one of the things that blows my mind about this history is there were serious physicists that were saying this could completely collapse the universe yeah. if you do this. Mm-hmm. And they still did it. Right. Yeah. They still, well, allegedly, maybe that's proof it that they just, didn't do it. I don't know. But like <laughs> there were scientists that were still like, some of these scientists, you you really need to watch out for them because just because someone's a scientist doesn't mean they're not evil. I mean, the Nazis no. taught us that. Well, like we just talked about uh, Jack Parsons. Parsons last, like, yeah, last he yeah. worships Satan. He is not. And a good he had guy. a whole crew of dudes that were scientists that were partying and cults yeah. and Satan worshiping. They were not yeah. uh, reserved in their thinking about were, you know to use uh, the parlance of Jack Parsons. They were not mundane. Yes, they were. <laughs> um, yeah, it just was crazy to me that, yeah, first, yeah, saying here, Chicago, geez, that's a choice of venue. New Mexico, just thinking about America and kind of the way we like to operate, it seems to me we would have picked out somewhere in Alaska if we really were worried about it. Or wouldn't we have just taken over some other country and <laughs> used their land to blow up? Uh, could we go to Canada? They're like an ally. <laughs> yeah. And like most of Canada is nothing. Unoccupied. So yeah. we just go way they north. Got tons of space. Go way up north where they did all the Mars lunar landing testing, <laughs> where all of the photos look exactly like the Mars landing photos. Yeah. I don't know if you looked. That's another conspiracy we can go into, but... Exactly uh, where the landscape you know, looks like Mars. Where it looks like exactly like Mars, and we did all of our testing like there, and then the photos... Another haphazard anyway. thing that happens here, We I'm just down further in the wiki article, it's the first nuclear device ever detonated was an implosion-type bomb during the Trinity test conducted at New Mexico's Alam- oh, Alamogordo, yeah, bombing in the gunnering range. Um July 16th, 1945. Little boy and fat man bombs were used a month later in the atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, respectively, uh, with Manhattan personnel serving as bomb assembly technicians and weaponeers on the attack aircraft. And I just think like, geez, you guys, you tested it and then 30 days later, you, Cowboys. you're deploying these weapons? Goodness, why even test them at all? Why not just... Well, just test them on the Japanese. Right, if that's, yeah. what, if that's what they're for. <laughs> Yeah, and... Um, Seems like a meeting about a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what I was going to say, except the, the, the Japanese, like, that's a big... Uh, a lot of the people that buy into the conspiracy, they, they don't believe that we dropped bombs on uh, Jap- Japan. That, I don't necessarily uh, think that. Well, no, they don't think they right. dropped uh, nuclear bombs. Okay. They yeah. think that we planted, it was just a lot of dynamite, or it was yeah. firebombing the city. Mm-hmm. or And they go through, and you can look at pictures of a lot of other cities like Tokyo that were firebombed. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, it looks exactly like the nuclear. You know, they mm-hmm. look the same. Yeah. And even at the time, you can look up, I think some of the source of originally the confusion, there's, there's some uh, military scientists at the time that they kind of thought it might be propaganda. Like they didn't even believe that a nuclear bomb was a thing. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, we heard that they bombed, you know, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, but they didn't actually believe it. They kind mm-hmm. of thought, well, it was a firebomb, but they thought, yeah, we probably, 
you know, wrote up this whole nuclear weapon thing just to kind of force the Japanese to surrender. Like, oh, we got a super weapon and you better do what we say. Or, what? You know, yeah, it kind of reminds me of parents saying, if you don't brush your teeth every night this week, I will tell Santa Claus. Yeah. You know, it's like these threats that you don't even want to test. But a lot of those science, well, not the few that I've listened to of those people, they they thought that initially, but they don't believe that now. Okay. So they're not the kind yeah. of, they, they, they just were, and I think some of it was, they were like, well, this technology was so out there. They didn't just, it's kind of like, you know, before you've ever seen, uh, you know, a rocket and then you see a rock, you just think it's, well, it's probably fiction, but then you see a rocket. Yeah. You go, oh, okay. Well, okay. I yeah. guess they figured out how to do a rocket. Yeah. So, or like uh, FaceTime on a cell phone, you know, a couple decades ago. Yeah. You go, that's some kind of silly wizard magic. That's not going to work. It's elves. Elves. <laughs> it's kind of, that's funny. I watched a, another episode of Black Mirror where it kind of is elves doing it. <laughs> elves are a funny one. We need to do a podcast on elves. <laughs> they, I don't know a lot about them, but I I'm know pretty that, sure they don't exist. Really? Pretty sure. I don't know. But that's it's kind of like ghosts. Like if you go around, like especially in Europe, and you ask people, like they believe in elves. Really? A lot of cultures do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you're just I mean, discrediting their their belief system. Well, just I mean, out of hand. No. Yesterday, I'd never heard about this Obamas and Joan Rivers thing, so I realized that my mind can get changed quickly. <laughs> If you hang out with me, That's yeah, <laughs> I'll get you there. Um, so yeah. nu nuclear weapons, uh, the Manhattan Project was a huge endeavor. Hard to, you know, one of the most fascinating things about the that Manhattan Project was people always say, I use it as as, as a pushback to conspiracy theories because people always, they, they say this thing like, okay, well, with 9-11 or with the moon landing, they go, you couldn't keep a secret. Like, we couldn't keep yeah. a secret that big. Like, you just couldn't do it. And then I would say, well, Manhattan Project, you had, like, thousands and thousands of people involved with this project, and it didn't get out. Like, people, you know, we kept it secret. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yes, in a lot of ways, there's a lot of situations where big military government programs can't keep a secret. There's, you know, leaks and whistleblowers everywhere. But we do have a history of, yeah, we can, keep, we can keep secrets. I mean, there's people that sign up to do certain difficult jobs in the military, and they don't talk, and they're not yeah, going to talk, yeah. and there's nothing that you can do about it. And yes, there are other people on Twitter that talk all the time, but— you know, I've met some of these military people. They don't have Twitter accounts. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They barely have a cell phone, and yeah. they don't go around telling everybody what they did for the military. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah, and one thing that's you know crossed my mind since we started talking about some of these things is like even when people do talk about it, they're not taken seriously. Oftentimes, yeah. So, yeah, if if somebody after. Let's say we're. It's kind of like, um, I mean, the pandemic is the most recent example of, you know, certain things being said about it being dismissed, and then being like, well, that might actually have some merit to it, right? Yeah, wasn't um, a, a wet market. So imagine, uh, you know, you're in the you're in the post World War II era, and every school you know of is doing bomb drills. All the kids are practicing hiding under their desks. And somebody pops up and goes, uh, hey, man, these nukes are not even real, actually. I mean, I worked at the plant. We never could get them to work. Um, you just, people would just think you were crazy. And so 
I think that you get dismissed oftentimes, you know, even if you are a whistleblower. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that kind of makes these about to my, my point that I was going to get to next was, okay, so if you're going to poke holes into this theory, nukes aren't real. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the videos look totally fake. I can agree with that. The, the videos look totally fake. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean nukes aren't real. Right. It just means that we made videos to scare yeah. the hell out of people, yeah. and we didn't actually... Turns out when we were testing the nukes, it's pretty damn hard to get a camera to sit still to actually get it on camera. So we made some fake videos yep, <laughs> like that. Right, that's yeah. actually the that'd be what I would say is like, yeah. yes, uh, you're right. And if your job was capture a nuclear explosion on camera to scare everybody, it's hard to do. It's hard to get that. So if you if your job is, well, we still need to scare everybody, yeah. uh, fake the videos, mm-hmm. you know, which might be what happened. Yeah. So. I think it is true. I would say looking at a lot of the videos, they do look fake. I don't know what you think, but mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that nukes aren't real, it's in my opinion. It's hard for me to say um, some of these videos, you know, where it's a video of somebody critiquing an old video. Mm. Oh, well, look, I mean, don't you think that this is a little suspicious? Look at all the trees. They're all straight. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> that was one I thought was funny. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, straight trees. Like they look we, like they'd be, be right next to a little no miniature human, railroad or something. No human know? would arrange trees like this, <laughs> except for maybe farmers that have been doing it for Yeah, guys that are really centuries. good at arranging trees. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's their business. Arborists. To, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, sometimes I hear critiques of these videos and people are like, well, this is obviously a composite. And I'm like... For all I know, you know as much about video as me, which is nothing. Well, I, so I, I'm curious to hear what no, you think No, I will about say that. It. Like, yeah. looking at some of the videos, there are composite videos. Uh-huh. Like, um, that's kind of where we'll, we'll do another podcast about the moon landing, but that's a criticism of the moon landing stuff, mm-hmm. too, is that a lot of the videos clearly are composite videos that Let's, look like they were done in a studio. So what what do you mean when you say composite? What does one mean when they say okay, composite it, mo- video? There's multiple layers going on in a video. Okay. And so like a green screen is a composite video where okay. you have, you know, your subject in one place and you have, you know, a green mm-hmm. screen behind you and then you're going to you're going to overlay something completely different to make it look like you're in the desert. Mm-hmm. But there's also like old school ways of doing composite videos, but in these videos some of it is like there are clouds like you have, you have you have elements in the video that are obviously not being affected by mm. the explosion yeah, yeah. and other elements that are being effective mm-hmm. affected by it and back to the point of like well if a nuclear bomb is blowing an entire city away yeah. you'd think it would move a cloud yeah. Yeah. you think like a cloud would also go out of the way and i mean i've not deeply analyzed a lot of the videos but i have seen enough that yeah, I would I would say the same thing about the the lunar landing videos that there's some that are they they definitely look like fake, but does that mean we didn't land on the moon? I it's two different arguments. This is you a know? little bit of behind the curtain, but when I was in radio, we did uh recorded live breaks and it was just for that very reason, yeah. you know, in case your equipment's not working. Were we not actually at the event? I, you know, no. I've always thought that about the moon landing and about some of these other things is what is this? What asset did America have that nobody else had? It's Hollywood. Yeah, we've right. always had Hollywood. Yeah. If you've watched British films or even you know other cultures' films, they suck. Even today, they suck. <laughs> British television is known for sucking. Like if you, Black Mirror is pretty good. 
Is that a British program? Yeah, yeah. There's some. Okay, they've or caught it's it. a lot of British people in it. I don't. know. I bet it's not a British program. You're probably right. John Hamm was Nef- in the last Netflix. episode. It's Netflix. I it's not. Yeah. It's not British. It's okay. American. You got me. Yeah. So, but if you watch even uh, Doctor Who, is probably like the best British program, best well known. The production's terrible. Like you compare it to Hollywood, it's not anything yeah. like a Hollywood production. You know, it's good writing. I still like Doctor Who. I'm not saying I don't, mm-hmm. but I'm. You get what I'm saying? Like we had this asset all the way from like you know the 1940s until now, mm-hmm. where if you're an American, well, an American agency, or if you're an American politician, uh, you have this unique thing where we could make fake videos and videos yeah. and photos of whatever we wanted to, and nobody else can. I mean, there's propaganda films out of China. Yeah. There's propaganda films out of North Korea. They look fake. They don't look you know, like they don't look like the stuff that we can make. And yeah. I think even if you go back to, you know, I've always thought that about when people talk about the lunar landing. If you watch Space Odyssey, 2001 Space Odyssey, that came out like four years before we supposedly landed on the moon. Yeah. And it's like, it looks like he's in space. Like that is... So well done. If you go and watch that now, if you've never seen it, uh, we had that ability. Now, I'm not saying that we faked the lunar landings. I'm just saying that, you know, if you're if you're in a position of power and you're going, we need to really, maybe it's because the threat's real. Maybe there's nukes in Russia and there's nukes here. And it's like, we really need the American population to understand the danger of these nukes. Yeah. And then you go, well, we need videos that really hit that message. Yeah. It's definitely easier to fake that than it is to actually do it. Mm-hmm. That's would be my point. It's like yeah. it's way easier to just stage it, control every aspect of it, make a really tight, solid production that you yeah. put out there, put it in the theaters, everyone watches it before the movie and they go, "Oh my god, we need, we need to deal with this situation." Yeah. I don't know why if I was in charge, that's what I would do. I've always said that. If I was JFK, I would fake the lunar landings in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If you told me that there's like a 50% chance of failure. I'd say fake it. Even if you said yeah, there's 80% yeah. chance of success, I'd still say fake mm-hmm. it. Just because, well, my end, my end goal is to bankrupt the Soviet Union. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just, sure. I, I'm yeah. not, yes, ah, oh, it's great. We landed on the moon. More than that, I don't want the US to have guys die on the moon, you know? Sure. And yeah. until maybe we got to that point where eventually said, look, we're pretty confident we can get on the moon. But mm-hmm. um, that's another podcast we can get into. Pretty confident we can make nukes. A mm-hmm. um, lot harder to catch it on camera, I think. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just one more element of complexity when, yeah, you could just hedge your bets and, Go ahead and pre, pre-tape it. And I don't see what's wrong with that. No, I think I like landing on the position of, hey, I'm not saying that we didn't get on the moon. I'm just saying that the documentation of us getting on the moon is made up. those photos are obviously fake. made up. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah, the comment that was made and something I was looking into with these, the nukes are fake thing is like, well, the objective is to get the rest of the world to believe we have nukes. That's what we want to have happen. So... That's half of it. Yeah. I the mean, other half was to convince the American taxpayer to keep paying for the well, uh, you know, yeah. program. So <laughs> which yeah. you gotta be scared of something to totally, give them your money. Absolutely. And yeah. that's that's uh sky is falling is the oldest political trick in the book. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, if we need to raise that money, scare the hell out of them, they'll give you their money. And, yeah, you know. I don't wanna find out I was wrong about the nukes the hard way. So, the, so yeah. then, then the, yeah, to, to, if you go down that road, oh, nukes aren't real. It's kind of hard to explain everyone else who has nukes. So then you have to say, okay, the Russians don't have nukes either. 
So they're like on this game with us where it's like we both know they're fake, but we're both kind of using it to control our populations. Mm -hmm. And I guess that is what a lot of these people would say that buy into the theory is that like – yeah, it's 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 a charade that we just kind of back and forth, and that's why there's never been a nuclear war because it's actually not possible. And maybe I mean, man, that would be nice to find out. It would be in the end, like no, nah, no, nah, that actually wasn't. A it real- is pretty. You go look up in uh, North Carolina in, um, gosh, I want to say in the '70s at some point, they almost dropped a nuke on the United States on accident. And Yikes. so there's, there's been there's been moments in Russia and in the U.S. where we have you like people have no idea how close we came to just being completely wiped out. They almost dropped a nuclear bomb on North Carolina. Uh, how long ago? You I think it was the in the seventies. Yeah. I, I could be wrong about well, that decade. Okay, so this is uh, brush with catastrophe. The yeah. day the U.S. almost nuked itself. Yes. <laughs> Which, Can you imagine coming home if you're like if this is your job and your wife is getting the casserole? Day? How's your day, honey? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad to be home. Yeah, having this casserole with it's, you. It's a bit of a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Let me tell you, uh, uh, I was supposed to push the green button. I pushed the red button, and they're right. Why did whew. they put them so close together on the console? The U.S. narrowly avoided catastrophic disaster when two Mark 39 hydrogen bombs were accidentally dropped over Goldsboro, North Carolina on January 23, 1961. The bombs were released when a B-52 United States Air Force bomber broke apart in midair. One of the bombs performed precisely in accordance with its design. Its parachute deployed. Thank goodness. Okay. Uh, its trigger mechanisms engaged, and remarkably, one single low-voltage switch thwarted unimaginable destruction. See, the fake nuke people look at this as evidence that they're yeah. not real, because they're like, you we accidentally dropped, dropped them, and they and just went happened. thud. Yeah. So... I must not believe that they're fake, because as I read that, I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in 61, and I was still like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. So they... Can you imagine if one landed in your backyard... <laughs> i mean yeah. yeah you walk out and there's like i'm sure there was like a swarm of military like ah yeah nothing to see or what what, yeah. what exactly was that nothing nothing Don't worry we'll, about we'll it. take care of it don't yeah. worry like you want to move it said, we'll pay for it, it said h bomb on the side of it you know no yeah. don't worry that about means it happy happy, happy bomb, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um so i forget where i was going with that except that's a that's a big uh to say that you know, everybody's got this kind of well. The Koreans and the who who all has nukes right now? The Chinese, the Israelis, the I Russians. Know. I mean, a lot of people have nukes. There's a lot of them. So to say that everybody's kind of up on up in this charade of uh, yeah, Russia, the United States, the United Kingdoms, France, China, India, Pakistan, Israel, and North and Korea. France. They probably made most of them. Now that's <laughs> that's just what Google says. But I mean, so a lot. It's a lot of people to have on board, and for a long time, an estimated total of roughly thirteen thousand nuclear weapons. And nuclear weapons killed John Wayne. 
Did you know that? No. So there's a lot no, of people. Not the Obamas. They didn't. The kill Obamas John. or the Clintons had nothing to do with John Wayne's death because huh. they couldn't um, do it. It took a nuclear weapon. Look, look up the movie. I'm just like look up, look up, look up the movie <laughs> that killed John Wayne. Okay. So he was. He did a movie. Him and a lot of other people. They did a movie. I mean, it's insane to even think of it. It was. It was produced by. Um, Who's the big aviation guy that was a hypochondriac that didn't want to go into public and lived up in his tower forever and ever? Oof, that I don't know. If you look it up, you'll find it. He produced it. Goodness but um, they they shot Produced them. by Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. They yeah. shot it at a nuke like a site where they used to test nuclear weapons huh. in the yeah. desert. And the Conqueror. The Conqueror. And most of the people on that site died of cancer not too long no after kidding. that. Well, within years, but yeah. a lot of people, like a lot of people that were on that movie set got cancer and died. June of 54, they, a Hollywood casting crew flew to St. George, Utah to make the movie The Conqueror. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people think that that's what killed John Wayne is because he got cancer. I think he died like 10 years after, but he yeah. also drank and smoked a lot. So, well. I mean... Let's see what we can find about the cast. Yeah, I want to say it's it's a significant it number is. of people. Several years, several years later, uh, after filming, unusual medical conditions appeared in the cast and crew. In 1960, 1960 actor Pedro Armad... Oh, man, I should have read that before I <laughs> took a swing at it. Pedro, Ar- actor Ar- Pedro. Armanderas was diagnosed with uh, kidney cancer. After learning his condition was terminal, he committed suicide. Gee, this is getting dark. In 1963, director Dick Powell died at age 53 of lymphatic cancer. Actress actress Susan Hayward contracted uh, skin, breast, and uterine cancers before dying at 56. Uh, Pretty at, quick after. From brain cancer. So oh, she, my gosh. Actress Susan Hayward contracted a lot of cancers. Uh, actress Agnes Moorhead died of uterine cancer at age 74. Actor Lee Van Cleef died of throat cancer at age 64. Actor John What, what Hoyt, age did Lee Van Cleef die? Uh, leaving or what, eight, uh, what year? throat cancer at 64. Um, that would have been have to do some math. To that's a bit that's a that's a decade or two later, though. Yeah, John again, probably Wayne, smoked. See. All John these people Wayne, smoked. John Wayne spent years battling cancers of the lung, throat before dying at 72 of stomach cancer. Poof, he blamed his long term smoking habit. That's what John Wayne blamed, but he, maybe he didn't think nukes are real. I gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Are you got a, you got a John Wayne for us? No, come no, on, I do was, a John Wayne. Do, <laughs> my dad does a pretty good one, um, but I'm trying to make him say something ridiculous, like, "Well, it wasn't the nukes, Pilgrim." That's Pilgrim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of. Was that Pilgrim. paragraph by itself was dark, man. That was just one. Cast member yeah, I wonder movie. if you compared that to other movies of that time and like said, yeah, is that abnormal that that many people? Because it seems like a lot. I don't know. It, but yeah, I mean, I don't again, know. how many of those people are smoking mm-hmm. for 30, yeah. 40 years? You know, a couple of them had the same types of cancers. Now, yeah, correlation, causation, I don't know. But boy, that one paragraph isolated sure makes it sound like for sure that place gave everybody cancer. This will be, I'm just thinking John Wayne now. It's my ADHD kicking in. But um, did you know that somebody found a picture? John Wayne used to contract, like he, he would like do all kinds of stuff with like the military, obviously, and especially the CIA. And like 
contract, not contract, but like uh, consult. So like, mm-hmm. like they're making films and like he's okay. always consulting with different military people. There's a picture that somebody found. You look up. There's a picture of John Wayne and standing in the background. He's like meeting with a bunch of Marines back in the day. Standing behind him, Lee Harvey Oswald. You can look it up. Somebody found it years later. And it's like when Lee Harvey Oswald was a, it was in the military, in the Marines, and John Wayne's standing there talking to somebody and he's standing in the background behind him. And you just think like, this guy, Lee Harvey Oswald, just another, just a Joe, some Joe Schmo. That, yeah, that's it. That's about, it. Is there a way to get it to where the camera can see it? Or Hold is it, it up. one of those? Hold it up. There you go. Yeah, it's gonna oh, switch nuts. in a second. Hold on, hold it for another ten seconds, and then Wait, we. Uh, let's. I'll give you this link to put in the show notes. As okay, well. but it's it's a blurry well, picture, but I think it's been identified. Like people have said that 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 is uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. So the, very strange. Uh, man, we got to get that cool trick where you can do the in screen thing. I think we can do it. It just oh. has to happen from the iPad, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. I could barely get this thing to turn on. Now, this is a hard picture to make out. There's better but ones. I do. There are like, better versions of it. Cool. But I'm just saying, isn't that a strange thing that you like? Yeah. Uh, lone gunman, uh, obscure communist, uh, weird, you know, whatever. And then, man, you dig into the story. It's like he's not a nobody. He was working for the CIA. He was dug in like a tick. And, you know, the idea, oh, he's even in standing in a picture with John Wayne. I mean, how many guys have had a picture with John Wayne? Yeah, you know, not a right. lot. I mean, well, lot, yeah, a lot yeah, people, a lot, but not a but, lot of guys that killed the president too. <laughs> How many guys is, that have killed a president have had a picture taken with John Wayne? That's an exceptionally low number. It's of a people. low number. It's yeah. one. <laughs> you sound pretty confident with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that bet. Go for one. <laughs> he gonna do one. So, are nukes fake? I. Okay, I'll give you my opinion. You give okay. uh, the fine people of the world, the world, give them your opinion. Yeah, I would say not. I don't think that nuclear reactors would function. I don't think that there's a lot of nuclear technology now that exists. I think it'd be hard to say that none, like that's fake too, or that doesn't work the way mm-hmm. that they say it does. I don't know. Uh, I think it's definitely likely that. There was a period of time in American history, both with the space program and with just other military stuff, where we used propaganda. And we definitely used propaganda to control our population. But also, like you were saying, it's not for us necessarily. It's to scare the hell out of those guys over there. It's to get the Cubans in line. It's to get, mm-hmm. you know, somebody else in line and... um yeah, it's obviously fake <laughs> in the sense that, that like the videos are fake, but that doesn't mean the technology's fake. That's, yeah. That'd be my opinion. I I don't know how you say, and the idea that multiple countries they're all in on this kind of charade, and they're you know countries like Russia and China that at points in time are you know mass starvation, and like they're still putting money into it. At some point, when people are starving to death, you you kind of got to feed your people. I guess the tyrants don't care so much about that, but um, the, I, I find it hard to believe that they'd be fake. Yeah. This is one I, I I stamp no on. All right. It's a pretty good take and also a good way to make let people know you're not totally nuts. <laughs> um, I didn't look into it a ton, but I think that it's pretty reasonable to go, well, it wouldn't be crazy for them to, to make it look like they have it. You know, you think about a good poker player, 
you know, he may have a good hand, but he also would be a good bluffer and like whatever strategy you need to win that. Yeah. That hand of cards. Right. Um, I heard one comment that like all of these uh, world powers are like WWE characters. They're all in on this together. And I thought, ah, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that, but I would say that it it's, rings true to me that they would bluff on each other. And you want the other guy to think that you are willing to push the button, you know, yeah, to make him think you're crazy, to make him think you have the willingness to do whatever it takes. But it is kind of a miracle that there hasn't been a nuclear yeah. war. That was one of the points that... I was like, well, actually, yeah, it is surprising we haven't given ourselves the up. number of weapons. Well, we we didn't even talk about it. this. Could be another cons- conspiracy podcast, but lots of reports that came out recently in Congress. Uh, uh, they they had uh, a lot of <laughs> former uh, nuclear facility operators come forward to Congress and testify about. Um, UFOs shutting off nuclear facilities, mm-hmm. turning on and off. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys, um, by a lot, I, I don't know, probably a handful, that have worked at nuclear facilities and recently come forward and said, I think there were incidents in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s that they were doing their job, uh, waiting to you know push the button if they need to, and they had UFOs appearing over their facilities and messing with their equipment. And so they'd get a call and they've testified about this and it's bizarre to listen to it because they're like, yeah, I was doing my job. Radio called in, said there's some sort of unidentified object hovering over the top of the facility. And then all of a sudden all of my systems went down and I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's also reports from Russia that same kind of thing, except they turn all the systems on. That there are people, then the Russians knew it wasn't us, and they mm. didn't fire when they should have fired. That's good. And there's a guy uh, that uh, was talking about. He's, he was like, "Yeah, there are heroes in Russia who knew that something was up, and they knew it wasn't us, and they could have fired on us, but they didn't." Mm-hmm. And uh, that opens a whole new box of, okay, so there are UFOs going around trying to get us to shoot each other with nuclear weapons. What's going on there? Excuse me. I was just thinking it takes us back to Hollywood and how that perhaps these Russians, when their nuclear systems were on, like had watched Rocky (laughs) Four. And they were like, those Americans, they're all right. We're not going to. Yeah. Rocky's correct. If we could just come together and understand each other a little better. It's probably Rocky that saved all of us. Well, I think that we can be quite certain that that's the case. Yeah. There's videos you can look up, uh, and I don't know how real they are. I know that... Well, the Rocky ones are all real. No, those are all real. Just but I'm just clear. talking about there's videos of ballistic missiles going out. Like, they're doing ballistic missile tests with, for, like, nuclear deployment. And then there's, like, a UFO, like, shoots in from the side and then, like, zaps a beam at the, at the missile. And then it just goes... <laughs> And then the UFO flies away. You can look it up. I don't know if it's real, but it sure is fun to watch. <laughs> I don't know why people want to live in a world where this stuff, like, I mean, it's more fun to see reality that way, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, if you just want to go to work and think, you know, this is all there is. 
I can't live like that. I got to I got to yeah. know that there's weird stuff going on. Kiss me out of bed the, in the morning. The really tricky high wire act is going, well, there's a percentage of this that's true. Yeah. And like, and how much, how strong is the mix? I don't know. I've always said that. Like the U.S. military has this weird thing where there's old guys in the military that they, well, they, they have their long careers. They reach a certain age. Like Philip Corso is an example. Have you ever read his book, mm-hmm. The Day After Roswell? No. Read that book. That's a good, uh, but he, I mean, he goes full, like all in that, uh, he was assigned to, um, handle the wreckage from Roswell and that there were live creatures that we had from the crash. And you can look him up. He's, he is who he say, says he was, and he had a long, uh, military career. And then he is about to die and he writes this long book. I mean, long book going into like all this detail about, you know, the crashes were real and, uh, and he's not alone. There's other guys that do it. I'm just saying like, there's like a lot of guys like that, that, that they, they get older guys like, um, oh gosh, Ed, Edgar Mitchell, former NASA astronaut that, uh, saw UFOs and had, you know, I guess you could just say like, did Philip Corso, like, did he go crazy? Well, I don't Maybe. Uh, did also Ed, did Edgar Mitchell go crazy? You know, I don't know. Uh, it just seems like there's a pattern here where it's like military yeah. guys get to like, oh, I'm about to die. And then they say some really kooky stuff and you think, well, either they're lying or they're crazy or they're telling the truth. Yeah. One of those. One of those three. Yeah. And and how many, if, if one of them is telling the truth, you know, Philip Corso is telling the truth. Oh my God. <laughs> if Edgar Mitchell is telling the truth, oh my God. Like there's there's a certain amount of if any of those guys work in those nuclear facilities, if one of them is telling the truth, oh my God. Yeah. Uh it, it, that that's also kind of strange. Like how many of them have to say something before it's like, all right, well, probably something going on. Mm-hmm. You agree? I do. It's not uh, bad logic, is it? No. Like you said, with every one that pops up. All of a sudden, you go, maybe there's something to this. <laughs> well, uh, check out nuclear uh, nuclear bombs are fake if you're interested in it. If we didn't button it up it's, for you there, I think it's... It's hard to find on regular yeah, Google. Yeah, go to Rumble. You had to go to Rumble to get it, which yeah. I, can see the, I can see the merit behind that. If, you, if you're wanting to... I mean, if you're wanting to get some real takes on it, you know, to see what real conspiracy theorists think, then yeah, you've got to go to Rumble because if you Google it, the first few things are going to be very yeah. dismissive. You got to go there for Joan Rivers too. I mean... Yeah, because that, man, I'll tell you, I Googled that. <laughs> they shut that one up oh, quick. <laughs> all it is is just that how nice Obama was to about Joan Rivers dying, you know, sending flowers and handwritten letters and yeah. Wow, handwritten letters. Yeah. A lot nicer than what she said about him, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he's taking the high road. Um, yeah, check it out. I think it's if you just look, uh, nukes are fake on Rumble. There's a lot of videos. Nukes are fake. <laughs> That's all it takes. But how did she say it? Nu- nukes aren't real. Nukes, nukes aren't, aren't real. real. <laughs> <laughs> nukes aren't real. Uh, this has been the uh, Conspiracy Dad podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Please like, uh, follow, subscribe, uh, tell your friends about it. If you're enjoying the show, we appreciate everybody so much. And we will uh, see you next time. Thank you so much.